Now it is time for our bonus segment for the Slate Plus members and the U.S. Women's National Team. This was their earliest loss ever, Stefan? Soccer. There's right. also a field hockey team. There's That's a volleyball right. team. There's All a right. water polo team. But this was their earliest loss ever in a major tournament, right? Oh, yeah. They never not reached the semifinals. That's crazy. So this was a quarterfinal. They lost to Sweden on penalties. And our intern, Laura Wagner. Hi, Laura. Hello. She wrote about the game and made the case that what should come out of this for the team and for America, really, is that it's time for us to say goodbye to Hope Solo. So let's all say goodbye. Bye, Bye. Hope. Bye. See ya. It's been nice knowing you. So what is the case for ending the Hope Solo experience? So mainly the case is that Hope Solo is already nearing the twilight of her career. She will be almost 38 by the time the next major tournament rolls around. And she's not as good as she used to be. So all of the drama that she brings to the team isn't as worth it anymore for them to deal with. Let's enumerate some of that drama, shall we? Yes, shall we? From most recent to oldest, or should we start from the beginning? (laughs) Oh, let's go back. Worst to best. Let's go back. Worst to best. That's a good way to do it, Mike. All right. How are our rankings? Let's take turns with our favorite. Too (laughs) pretty. Yeah. What what are our favorite uh, Hope Solo dramas? Well, the most notorious for sure is when she beat up her half-sister's nephew. Her nephew. Her nephew. Her nephew or half-sister's son. Yeah, that's still being adjudicated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've got domestic violence. What else do we have? Um, another good one was when her husband... The lovable former National Football League player, Jeremy Stevens, who was uh, convicted of assault, sexual assault, I believe, and accused of rape while he was uh, an undergraduate in Washington. Mm-hmm. Nice yep, he was arrested for driving under the influence in one of U.S. soccer's vans. Mm. Yeah, he nice. was driving the team. Driving the team. Carpool. No, he wasn't driving the team. He, I think they borrowed the van. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't like taking them to But she was suspended again. for that. She was suspended. She was suspended for 30 days for that. Yeah. Yeah. A little competitive side of Hope Solo during the 2007 World Cup. She was benched and then said that she would have done better than Brianna Scurry, the goalkeeper in the, uh, in the, the famous 1999 Women's World Cup championship. Um, she got sent home from the World Cup for that. And then this time around, what did she say after they lost? She called Sweden, who is managed by former U.S. national team coach Pia Sundhaga, a bunch of cowards for playing pretty smart tactical soccer where they sat back and waited for their counterattack opportunities, which worked. And she called them a bunch of cowards and said that the better team did not win which is peak Hope Solo, and it also just further illustrates that she is a terrible loser. And sending the wrong message sending. to fans, to her teammates, to people that like U.S. women's soccer. Before this tournament, of course, she also tweeted out photos of her gathering um, mosquito repellent, uh, making sort of fun of the crisis that she would be prepared for Zika. She also she tweeted out a picture of herself wearing some sort of giant contraption that looked like a mosquito net. And during the previous Olympics, she had called out Brandy Chastain, the former her oh, former yeah. teammate, uh, who was a commentator for NBC, for like extremely lightly criticizing one of the teams, like AKA doing her job when she was calling a game and saying that she like was basically should be you know arrested for treason for daring to say anything. <laughs> I mean, 
we've just taken up this entire segment by saying bad things that Hope Solo has done. Maybe we should bring Mike Pesca in as sort of a neutral party. How good is she? Are you she, a neutral she had party? one nice save in penalties. Uh, that's pretty good. How good is she? She let in a really bad goal against Colombia. They tied It didn't matter. That game didn't uh, matter, did it? Well, it put them in a position to having to play Sweden, who relied on their cowardly tactics. She's a bore. Like, a lot (laughs) of great athletes are bores. I guess we want more. We want uplift from our, you know, golden girls. She's certainly not golden. All right. And here's the point that I will make, is that, yes, she is a bore, and it's okay for athletes to be bores. And in every other sport, male, typically male, of course, in every other male team sport, the borderline between whether you are of value to a team or not of value to a team is on your ability. Uh, NFL teams, baseball teams, NBA teams, they will tolerate assholes up until the point where they are not worth having around from a competitive standpoint. One of the defining characteristics, and this is a point I've made before, about the U.S. women's soccer team is that, they, that, that a vast, a big part of their appeal is to young girls. That is a big part of their fan base. They have a larger role. This is not a double standard. This is a higher standard. And when you recognize that what this team is responsible for is more than just winning a championship, but also inspiring and encouraging and and offering um, a way to continue to grow and develop a big sport in the United States for an underserved part of the population, girls, then you have to accept that what these women do is more valuable than just how they perform on the field. And that should be part of the equation. She's a bore, and her boorishness sends a shitty message to a big part of the fan base for this team. Well, I mean, that's all well and good. It's certainly not anything that's inflected the thinking of U.S. soccer. And so I think, you know, the point that Laura made in her piece was, let's look at this in, like, actual pragmatic Mm -hmm terms and the calculus that they've clearly been making this whole time, right, is like, is she worth it? Right. And I think at this point, the answer is inching toward no, um, just because she's not as good as she once was. And she keeps saying all of this, all of these stupid things that U.S. soccer then has to defend. And I think the part that we don't know is we don't know what the, the GOP dynamic. is thinking of pulling its support from Hope Solo in October. <laughs> we don't know the dynamic inside of this team or any team, really. And it's always struck me that I'm not so sure how deep the support is for Hope Solo, how much tolerance her teammates have of her of her terrible behavior. I don't think Pia Sundhaga particularly liked Hope Solo, and you could tell by her retorts to Solo after the game, in which she basically said, she's going home, I don't care what she says, cowards or not cowards, we won the game, bye, we're going to Rio, you're going home. I, I, I suspect that when this team was at an inflection point toward the end of Sundhaga's term and then during the transition to uh, Coach Tom Sermani, who ended up getting kicked out, I think largely because of opposition from and pushback from veteran members of the team, including Hope Solo, I'm not so sure that she is so beloved inside. And that, that lack of harmony, I think, affects how teams play. What the Japanese call wa. So who is the other, wow. who is the other, uh, who's the best goalie other than her? There's only one other goalie on the roster, actually, and she's not even that young. She's 28. Um, Alyssa Nair? Yeah. Was it it Alyssa Nair? Yeah, so that's something that we haven't mentioned here, right, is that goalkeeper is such an important 
position as such outsized importance uh, for any soccer team. And there's just really been this huge gap between her and whoever's, you know, behind her. But there that we that we know of. I mean, you know, at this level, the, the well, she's been the best in the world. Right. So how could how could there not be? Well, I mean, but how much better is she? Do we really know? Like how yeah, big the gap is? She's about three. It's the number <laughs> is three. I don't know. No, I mean, I think right, if you ask know. the goalkeeper, goalkeeper coach for the U.S. national team, how much better is Solo than a listener? He might or she might. I think it's been a man for many years. He might say. A lot better, and that's why we've kept her around. Um, the question is whether that gap and at what point does that fractional difference in ability push you to say not worth it anymore? Well, there's three years, right, till the next tournament. So that, it just seems like time. I, Now's I'm throwing my support behind Haley Koppmeyer. She In 2012, I believe right. she had the highest save percentage <laughs> in the uh, NWSL. Anything? All right, let's tweeting. Let's uh, let's end now. But Laura, you know, just say a few words to Hope Solo as she leaves the national team forever. You having banished her to uh, <laughs> to Siberia. I would just advise Hope Solo to stop talking about diseases and um, viruses that she doesn't understand, and to be nicer to people who beat her. That's good advice for all of us. And to not beat people. <laughs> yeah. And to not beat people. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Slate Plus members. We'll be back next week with uh, more Hope Solo bashing.